Welcome to Breaking Business Barriers, where we believe that choosing to go all in is the only way to create true freedom in your business and life. Now join your hosts, Brent Duhane, Dr. Joseph Kay, and Brandon Straza, as they talk to industry leaders, veteran CEOs, and cutting edge entrepreneurs about the tough decisions they made on their way to success. This is Breaking Business Barriers. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Business Barriers. This is your host, Brent Duham, and I'm joined today by a lovely young lady. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, first and foremost, uh, we did an episode here recently that we released, young man that is not yet out of college, not even out of high school, but he's studying abroad, United World College, and Wow, the feedback that we got from that was really amazing. It's been listened to now in over 14 countries. And there's something special about the young up-and-comers, entrepreneurs that are you know, seeking their education, doing what it is that they're doing today. But I am joined, uh, before I, I, I let you know who our guest is, I just want to thank our sponsors, Open Media Source, Expanse Financial Group, along with American Option Insurance, the good folks, and, and we appreciate all of them and their input. So I'm joined today by a young lady. Her first name is Andrea, a.k.a. Dre. But uh, hey, Dre, before we get into the meat of things, you want a lot of snow, uh, first and foremost, maybe where you land yourself on social media, anything out there, Instagram, LinkedIn, any of those things? Yes, so I am actually a YouTuber um my side hustle on the side after um school so it's just what i've been doing um in my free time after nursing school um so i am a youtuber like i said and you can find me andrea duhame and then my instagram is also andrea duhame um i'm trying to be an influencer i love fashion i love makeup i love all of that so that's where i'm trying to go on the side I've never really understood the term influencer. However, I think it's spreading good news and, and sharing things that you like and, and you love. And we'll get into the YouTube piece. So that is Andrea, spelled A-N-D-R-E-A. First name, Andrea. Last name. You may recognize this one. Duhame. D like dog. U-H-A-I. M like Mary. E as in elephant. So I definitely am a follower, and, and again, we'll get into uh, how you got into that and, and why you're a nursing student and all those things. We'll definitely uh, dig, dig further further into, the, into that uh, without question. I think, it's pretty, I think it's pretty darn neat. So I've asked my daughter. We were able to spend some time together over the last couple of weeks, and I, and I was really going to hold off. Uh, it happened to be through the holidays. I was going to hold off until uh, we got back in the saddle, but I, she and I started to talk a little bit. I had an idea. I'm like, you know, here's a, here's a young lady, uh, she was an athlete and in high school, always wanted to be a nurse. She could talk about that. She's in nursing school currently. And all of a sudden she picks up this little side hustle that, uh, <laughs> that is, uh, um, she's less than a year into it, but it took off like a rocket ship, just, uh, just being herself. So um, with that, let's get into uh, kind of our normal format. So. Hey, Andrea, why don't you tell us, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and wherever you want that to go, but, um, and then we'll get in the meat and the potatoes of uh, school and your side hustle and what have you. Okay, so I was raised uh, as an athlete. Um, I actually was a dancer before I 
did volleyball. Um, I did club volleyball for a really long time. And I did school volleyball as well. I was on varsity um, my junior and senior year. Um, I was a setter, so um, definitely not the tallest person on the court, but I made some room for that for myself because setter has the biggest, one of the biggest jobs that definitely goes unnoticed. Um, the hitter normally gets all the credit, but the setter sets them up. So I did volleyball and I, like my dad said, I was going to be a nurse and I wanted to do that my whole life pretty much. Um, Legally Blonde actually wanted me to go that route to be a lawyer. So that definitely wasn't for me because I don't like to argue at all. But I picked up nursing. Um, I actually got accepted into the health science program. Um, and that was through all the schools in our district. And so that's back in high school, right? So they had a really cool, and I talk about this with even some of our, uh, our guests, that that internship offered through high school in the beginning your junior year, right? Yes, I started my freshman year to do the prerequisites, but that's when I applied to go into my junior year. So, all right. I remember some stories from that before we get on. Let's stick to the high school route. And, and by the way, you played with a lot of amazing athletes. And, and of course, the setter is kind of like the pitcher quarterback, uh, the point guard, what have you, and probably more like a point guard than any of them working out there but a number of them went on for collegiate careers they're in them currently pretty amazing team but uh you know with that being an athlete well let's get back to your internship so for two years your freshman year you you, you're doing prerequisites same as your sophomore year yes okay so the reason why i bring this up to other other folks that have been guests i just think it's an amazing program offered through frisco isd you get to see a lot of the things. You know this is going to be the career for you early on. I think it's amazing. The experience is well beyond what most have, even after their sophomore year in college, without a doubt, right? Right. Okay. So then your junior and senior year, how much time are you spending? Why don't you talk about the rotations that you did and what have you? And you were still going to school full time. Right. And I was also an athlete while doing all this. Yeah. Um, so I had to actually double block. Um, that was the term to be able to be an athlete and do this on the side, uh, not on the side, but for an elective. Um, so I'd wake up at five o'clock in the morning for practice, and then I would leave around 7.30 or 8, um, so that I would be able to go to the hospital so I could start doing my rotations. And those consisted of going to the nursing home, going to the ER, uh, riding in the ambulance, seeing operations, um, you're in the OR, you're seeing everything, um, you're seeing labor and deliveries, um, and then you're also seeing everything in between, so like the ICU, the CCU, and I love this. I always came home with a different story every single day. I had this, and it was every other day. I would wear my scrubs to school. I would think I was on top of the world. Everyone would just look at me, and I'm, and I'm in my scrubs, but um, this was definitely dedication, and you had to have a certain GPA to apply for this and you had to be at the top of your game every single time you had um, these rotations. So you're working with professional licensed um, people who have medical degrees. That's right. And um, so the reason why I really think this is an amazing program and other schools around the United States have it and if they don't, they should. It, it's an amazing thing, but uh, you're, you're up at the crack of dawn, five bells and and uh, you're out there on the court for 
at least what two two and a half hours of practice whatever that was something like that right and you know it's a lot of work and then after all the day is done the day is just begun when it comes time for homework and there are a lot of times that it was 11 12 o'clock if not later that you were uh, that you were putting the grind on and, and you did that for, for two years meaning in the hospitals ambulances what have you hey i happen to remember a story but maybe you've got another one for me i always i always love to see or hear what she had she was doing what rotation like she said it could have been an ambulance could have been a fire nursing home uh, surgeries what have you is there a particular story that stands out that you're like oh my god i can't believe i'm in this in this room and i'm doing this with these doctors and nurses and what have you yes yeah, so it's actually a really funny story because i didn't think it was going to turn this way it was the first time i saw a delivery um i was standing um right at the foot of the bed so i saw everything and um i obviously had to have a professional manner um while doing this because it's an honor to even see this whenever i was so young in high school um and the baby was starting to come out and the nurses saw my face and I was turning blank white white as a sheet and I had to stand against the wall because I thought I was going to pass out because the mom couldn't push anymore um, and the baby was getting stuck whenever the baby was starting to crown which means the baby's head is starting to show and they had to put a vacuum on the baby um, to help the mom and the vacuum is like a suction cup to help the baby um, come out of the birth canal and the vacuum kept popping off so there was blood going everywhere on the dad he had a white shirt it wasn't white anymore um, and it was going everywhere all over the walls and then the baby came out and then all of a sudden the placenta came out <laughs> and I didn't know it was gonna look like that and it came out and I uh, almost fell to my knees at that point because I didn't know what it was, it was going to look like so it was a very interesting scenario. Yeah, I happen to remember that story. I think when you were telling me, uh, when you when you were telling me, your face was no longer white, but it got a little red. So for you parents out there, that might be, uh, or maybe you youngsters that are listening, that might be TMI. However, my opinion is every every child on this earth, at maybe age seventeen, like Andrea was, I think at that time, or give or take, uh, have that opportunity. It might uh, might be good. It might be good medicine, let's just put it that way. Well, that's amazing. So as you mentioned, Dre, you, you knew in your heart, you knew in your brain that you're going to nursing school. Now, we don't have to go too far into that. You've done it. You've, you've already preceded nursing school with all this other stuff. Now it's just time to slap the books, right? So you were, you've, you've had a ton of exposure and doing other things. And we will talk about an episode that here recently that you were involved in that was pretty amazing that you put your skills to work. How hard has it been? Do you think it's been harder than you thought when it, when it just comes to the book work and, and some of those things in and around nursing school? Yes, it is very difficult. Um, I think that is definitely one of the careers that doesn't get a lot of credit, which nurses, they do a lot. I didn't even know what nurses did up until clinical where I was experiencing everything. And they say it's a 12 hour shift, but it's really not because we get to the clinical site at six, in the morning and then we normally don't leave until eight at night so it's 14 hours being on your feet dealing with patients um, dealing with all types of body fluids trying to 
um, not getting contact with those and then being on your feet because you're performing as a student. But I didn't know all the documentation and everything that you had to do to be a nurse. And it made me fall in love with the career even more because I just loved all the different medications you can give. And then you have to make sure that they're compatible with one another. So it definitely keeps you on your toes, kind of like volleyball did for me. Got to work. Can you imagine playing as a little bit? Uh, you're probably not expecting this question. Can you imagine playing volleyball and doing what you're doing in college? No, there's no way. Um, I'm in organizations at my school. So being involved with volleyball and then also nursing in organizations, I'm not the type of person to do that. So that's why I didn't play um, in college because I'm not the type of student to be able to dedicate my time to different areas. I like to focus my time to one thing and be the best I can at it. Yeah, so all of you collegiate athletes, um, some of us may not know how much time that you put in before school, after school, during school, and then go to school. So uh, kudos and high fives to all of those folks that can do that and maintain great grade points and, and uh, what have you. Hey, there was an episode that that's, uh, took place this last fall want to talk about it. I think you probably know which one I'm talking about where uh, um, thank goodness you were there it could have been a real bad thing right so I was actually studying in our new health science building it's a beautiful building all the majors are there so radiology respiratory social work dental hygiene nursing we're all in one building and I was studying after we were practicing our skills in the lab and this student came in he came in running he actually asked the dental hygiene students before me that uh, someone was having a seizure and they didn't know what to do. Um, and the dental hygiene girls, they didn't know what to do. But then he came to me because I was in my scrubs and he asked me um, if I could help because a student was having a seizure. So we ran, we sprinted into the engineering building, but it was actually an anatomy class going on. Um, and I made sure that the area was safe. I asked where um, the person was that was having a seizure and I went over and I assessed everyone around her. But the one thing that if you're listening to this, you can take away from this is if someone's having a seizure, you do not touch them. You just hold them for support, barely with like your fingertips to make sure that they don't harm themselves when they're seizing. So the first thing I told everyone was to take your hands off of um, this. It was a girl um, and just support her head because it actually stimulates them to seize more um, they can harm themselves. So I told them to do that so that she wasn't going to harm herself even more. And then I assessed her mouth because when someone's having a seizure, they will bite their tongue and that will cause them to block their airway, which is the most important thing. You want to keep them as stable as you can. Wow. I would have been, uh, truth be told, I would have been scared to death. I would not have known any of those things, but in the, in the light of day, if I ever experience uh, or see someone experiencing that, I'll, I'll at least have an idea of what to do and uh, from a trained professional. All right, before we get into some of these other questions, Andrea, I do want to make sure that we thank uh, our three sponsors, Open Media Source, Expanse Financial Group, and our friends over at American Option Insurance. So at what age did you know that you, you wanted to be in the medical profession? Do you, you know of him? Um, probably in middle school. Um, I knew that I was going into that area because they trained us so young in the district that we are in um, to find different careers, but it mainly hit me in eighth grade when everybody was starting to talk about prerequisites for high school and what courses to take and electives and whatnot. 
that would benefit your future? Man, so you weren't even in high school yet. You know, at that age, I was more worried about what, what time practice was and, and how much fun I could have out in the football field or, the, or whatever sport that I happened to be in at that time. I, I wasn't thinking about uh, my, my career following college. That's for darn sure. All right. So we, we mentioned a little bit. We've got a nursing student. We've got someone who's been very involved, uh, not only in high school, but in, in, in college. And I, I just think this applies so much to breaking business barriers because you're, you're learning, you're building your foundations, kind of like weightlifting. Keep training, keep training, you get stronger. But how the heck did this curveball come in on, on you making a decision to light up YouTube and participate? Uh, how did all that come about? So I've been into makeup for a really long time. I used to watch makeup tutorials and just think like, oh, I wish I could do this up until people were telling me that my makeup looked really pretty or I just looked really different with the clothes that I wear. And I thought I could finally do this. I had the confidence and I just used to watch videos on how to create a YouTube channel. And then I finally put my mind to it because I wanted something on the side after studying countless hours in the day I needed to distract myself with something else instead of driving myself crazy. It's kind of fun. You know, I, I, I relate it to a lot. A lot of folks don't want to get behind a camera because they're afraid of what they look like. I'll never forget. I'll never forget someone telling me this and this is years ago. And uh, we're in a conversation and, and a person said, I don't like what I look behind the camera. And, and the person that was kind of leading the, com the, the discussion said, well, what do you think you look like right now? And uh, you know, it is, there is something about a camera, but also you've turned this in, uh, in a short period of time into, I, I really think two things. You're meeting people that you normally would never meet. And, and I'll say podcasting over the, just this last year in 2019, that I've met people that I never dreamed of meeting otherwise. And I think that's similar YouTube, is it not? Oh, it is, especially with the ideas that you can do with YouTube and the different flares that you can put on your channel. I like to ask the question of the day because it makes people think and reflect back on their day whenever they're watching it or even their week. Um, my brother actually told me to personalize my channel um, and that's how I felt like I could personalize it because I love asking questions because there's never too many questions you could ask. And that's great uh, that, that Brandon gave you a hand with that because he, he happens to have some skills in the video editing and knows some of that, some of that information and, and uh, has done that on summer jobs as well. So that was pretty good advice. And, and again, it's Andrea Duhame. I'll make sure that we, uh, in, the, in our uh, notes, I'll make sure that you have her spelling and, and you, can, you can look her up, give her a thumbs up. And, and as she says, subscribe to my channel. Hey, you've managed, as I, as I alluded to, you managed to turn it into a little, right now, a little personal business. But how have you done it? In, in, a, in, in short, how have you done that? So I thought of ideas that I could do for my channel. Um, I wanted my channel to be more of a lifestyle instead of a vlog or a makeup channel. I wanted to just be um, videos that I love to do. So I actually have celiac disease. So I do a lot of gluten-free foods to help people who are having trouble finding gluten-free snacks that actually taste good or makeup tutorials that are really easy to do and they're not just very aesthetic looking. Um, it's just someone who's 22 years old just trying to show people how to do a smoky eye look. 
or even where I got my jeans that day that fit my waist instead of it being too big. Um, I just have a lot of friends that support me and they're just really into the fashion and makeup and even trying new snacks, even if they're not gluten-free. And I love the discounts of free stuff, you know, being a dad and all that's, uh, I happen to have, uh, Andrea has some pretty good tastes. So, but she does, uh, she does do some brand awareness from clothing to, as she said, uh, makeup to shoes, Lord knows shoes and uh, all kinds of other things, including food. I think the food thing has been some of my favorites that I've listened to. Um, as look up celiac disease, it's, it's a rough one. It's just basically uh, strong food allergies and, and multiple layers of it. But I think that's super, super helpful, in my opinion. All right, so got a little side hustle. And congratulations on doing that because it's not easy getting out there and being in front of everyone. I, I can attest to that for sure throughout the years. Yeah, talking to a camera is really, really weird. But after you wrap your mind around it, it's just like talking to yourself in the mirror. Because um, I have a camera that's a G7X. I think it's the best type of startup camera. And that is how I had to prepare myself to actually buy the camera because no, it's not cheap, but it's not something that I was thinking about doing short term it's definitely a long-term thing especially investing your money and time into something that you're hopeful that it will um, expand and grow yeah it, without doubt and, and uh, like most entrepreneurs or people that uh, don't necessarily have to own their own business but they're one way or another they're investing in themselves sometimes it's a product like a camera or it could be additional classes or being in 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 groups that uh, are like-minded people that push you to um, to newer newer highs. Any other stories? Any short stories that would uh, crack us up? Can you think of or no? Um, we can talk about in my volleyball days. Um, I was actually talking to you about this before because I had a really funny story. Well, I at least thought it was funny. So I wanted Dippin' Dots. Do you remember this? I remember those. So. I was getting Dippin' Dots and it was after we were playing and it was a long day. We were in the convention center for many, many hours on end at these really long volleyball tournaments. And I was walking across one of the courts and then out of nowhere with the Dippin' Dots in my hand, this ball, this volleyball hits me and the Dippin' Dots go flying in the air all over the court. And Dippin' Dots are small and there were so many of them everywhere and they had to delay the games because they had to clean up all the dipping dots that splattered everywhere all over me i was wearing my uniform and everything but i was very embarrassed at the time i just felt like running but i had to stand there and clean it all up <laughs> <laughs> well i think we've all had some sort of gaff where we've slipped on ice and fell on our on our hiney or or uh dropped a glass of water or whatever the case might be i don't even remember that story but those dipping dots i'm sure they were awesome when they were melting all over the all over the floor and the court, hey, it happens with the hundreds of courts sometimes in some of those places. Those big tournaments that you played were, you know, they were cert they were certainly filled uh, to capacity. But I don't remember that one. Mom probably does because she was the one that told me not to get the different dots anyway. <laughs> yeah, who listens to their mom and dad? You know, who who does for gosh sakes? Hey, what's your dream job? You know, you, you've put in all this time and, and this hard work, and hard work doesn't end once you graduate, certainly. But what's your dream job? My dream job is to be a nurse practitioner in pediatrics. Um, I'm thinking about going to pediatrics after graduating nursing school. 
I love working with kids. Um, I just have my whole life. And I figured that it would be perfect for me eventually to be a nurse practitioner so that I can really specialize in my field and then maybe even one day open up my own practice. Entrepreneurship right there, folks. Well, that's awesome. And it all started with that, uh, that first time you saw a, a baby delivered, no doubt. Pedi <laughs> pediatrics right there came to mind, I bet, as you were standing along the wall about ready to pass it out. Yeah, definitely. So making, making the decision, I think I know the answer already, but going into the nursing profession, did you make that decision with your head and or your heart? I definitely made it with my heart. Um, it was not easy to stop volleyball because that's all that I knew. Um, my head was telling me to do volleyball and nursing at the same time because it was the unlikely decision I would be able to, but my heart was wanting me to pursue nursing and if I would have done volleyball and nursing, my life would have been so much different. I wouldn't have met the friends that I did. Um, I am a Chi Omega, so I pledged my freshman year, going to my sophomore, and I wouldn't have been able to join the Student Nurses of America and be on in honor organizations as well with my grades. So grades were definitely my biggest priority versus volleyball as it was just a hobby. Is there a podcast, book, or maybe even a movie for that matter with, with Netflix putting on some really good stuff and others. Is there, is there something that we should be listening to, reading, or watching that comes to mind? Well, I like girly podcasts. I think they're really funny when they give you woman advice um, for all the women listeners out there. Well, even guys, if you're into that. But I love whenever um, it's a strong woman podcast. So I listen to Girls Gotta Eat and they're based off of New York, and they're really funny. They tell their stories of like dating life and um, just what it's like to not be perfect. And you don't have to be perfect all the time, um, and it's okay to mess up occasionally. Cheers to that. You know, I mess up at least five times a minute, and uh, you know, this particular stage of the game, it happens, and, and but it's real. So what you're saying is, you know, you enjoy watching those things. It's not perfection. It, it is. It is things that you can relate to, any person can relate to, male or female for that matter, probably, and or at least some of it. Maybe the makeup stuff that they're talking about, that may throw me a little bit, but, but uh, no, that's cool. And for, for, the, uh, for the lady listeners out there, give it a, give it a shot. I've heard it uh, kind of in the background from time to time, and it is funny what little pieces uh, I've heard. So what's next? You, you've got, uh, you got some more school in front of you, no doubt. And yes. anything next on top of on top of school? Just going to keep doing what you've been doing? Yes, just keep um, pursuing my side hustle, YouTube, and um, being an influencer. I love telling people where I get my clothes because they normally always ask me. Um, and then also school. I am proceeded to graduate in spring of 21. So that is a big year for me next year. Yeah. Any pressure? You feel any pressure? Oh, yeah, I definitely do. I feel like this decade that we're in right now, there's so much pressure because um, this is the decade where everyone's talking about where my generation is going to get married and graduate and eventually like start a family. So I think that's scary that I haven't even graduated out of college and they're all, all talking about that. Yeah, you know, and, and some things haven't changed in generations. And however, the transparency due to social media, I think probably applies some pressure. but 
study hard, do the right things, and, and good things happen. And I truly believe in that. I know you do too. All right. Well, this one's been near and dear to me. Hopefully, uh, you moms and dads and the youngsters that are out there listening and pick up a few things. You know, my, my takeaway is I get to see Andrea a lot. Um, whether I'm talking to her or we share stuff when she's not here away at, away at school. I may not say a whole lot, but uh, I see how hard she works. I'm proud of her. And it's a grind. And once you're done with school, um, you'll continue to set goals. Goals are important. And you'll, you'll knock them off. And, and it's part of the grind. But I would hustle and do what others are afraid to do. With that, before uh, we sign off, again, thanks to Open Media Source, Expanse Financial Group, and our buddies over at American Option Insurance. This has been your host of Breaking Business Barriers, Brett Duhame, joined by a lovely lady by the name of Andrea Duhame. And I'll make sure that, uh, that we have her social media uh, out there so you can drop, drop her a line and maybe uh, give her a high five. With that, everyone, have a great day. You've been listening to Breaking Business Barriers. For more information, or if you have a compelling story to tell, find us on Facebook at Open Media Source.